0: Recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. Episode 14
1: Biff, the Virtual Boy Man.
0: To say about this episode. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Under the Cowl. I'm David Lloyd, co owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles, a comic book store in West Bend, Wisconsin, and your host for Under the Cowl. This episode, at least the, the first portion of it, we had Rodney in, otherwise, the rest of it is myself and Anthony, or Tony. <laughs> I keep forgetting he's Tony for this podcast. And we talk about all kinds of stuff. Kickoff talking about uh, Naomi with Rodney and uh, several other things. I think this is the first episode that we actually include any spoilers in our Avengers Endgame talk. So while this episode probably was recorded a few weeks back, it, there's been plenty of time for people to go out and see it. I myself always see things a little bit late. I try to coordinate uh things with my family. We always go to movies together, my wife, my three kids, and as my kids have gotten older and everybody's got busier schedules, it's difficult to go in there and see the stuff. I think a lot of people want to talk spoilers right away. They get frustrated, that they can't talk spoilers because not everybody's seen it. But people have very legitimate reasons to to not be able to go see it. You know, on top of other things, I had a daughter in the hospital for a week. Around the time that it was uh, coming out and everything. So there's there's definitely legitimate setbacks for people to be able to go out and see it. So at this point, though, the only people that haven't seen it are the people who are waiting for it to come out on uh, video, uh, Blu-ray, whatever. So I guess if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want any spoilers yet, don't listen to this episode for... The majority of the world. I hope you'll enjoy this episode. Uh, we talk about other things. Uh, we actually don't talk that much about Endgame. Uh, I just wanted to make everybody aware that there are some spoilers included. Uh, we talk about uh, a few other things. Nintendo Virtual Boy. Which I wasn't even familiar with. I'm not not a big gamer. This is an old thing and Anthony brings it up and we talk about it and have some fun discussion on that one. And uh, Anthony... It doesn't introduce me to Snapchat. I've got a son that uses Snapchat all the time. We give him hard time that he's on Snapchat all the time. I haven't really been on it, and uh, I know that Anthony uses it. See, here I go again. I'm still calling him Anthony. Tony. Tony uses it, and so I kind of asked him about it. Like, what is the point of using Snapchat? What's the benefit to using Snapchat? So we have that discussion. He introduces it to me. Shows me some of the things that it can do, and we have some uh, some fun conversation with Snapchat. There are some other things in there. Uh, talk about my first time, but that's misleading. So <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily what you think. But uh, listen in and see for yourself. Yeah, let's just jump in with Rodney talking to Tony about Naomi. We are now. Nice. I remember
2: the uh, the previews kind of gave that away ahead of time. You know, usually they black out stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, like, shade the character. <laughs> Bad references. Um, remember, Naomi's own spelled backwards.
3: I'm going to read this book in a whole different way. <laughs> yes, you are.
2: But it's interesting. I like where they're going. I mean, even though I'm not reading it, I'm just reading, like,
1: yeah
2: following the it. spoiler article on it so i'm
3: like yeah it's pretty 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 cool yeah, yeah the art's pretty gorgeous and uh um that's jamal engle isn't it uh campbell campbell one of the jamals but yeah it's just one of those where you know they really took those four issues of you know just Bendis does dialogue that's he's a dialogue man dialogue heavy man almost like kevin smith yeah <laughs> but he definitely took those first four issues to really flesh it out and what issue is it? Five that they're on. This is five that just came out today. And somebody did buy the others off.
0: Somebody not from,
3: <laughs> from yeah,
0: me. country away.
2: I remember when Vertigo was doing those samplers, like a trade paperback, and it was like cheap. I think it was only five bucks, and they were just reprinting. They reprinted the Anatomy Lesson. That's why I read it. And they did Fables number one. I think they did a Dreaming in there. They did a Hellblazer one. Just kind of sample other titles. I don't know if a Sandman issue was in there. I don't think it was, like four or five books. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's that's how I got into Fables. Like this ain't bad. And I think they're on issue forty by the time they're twenty.
1: Yeah.
3: Katie was just picking up some stuff. She got that Exo Manowar. She was talking about that one. That you know that was several volumes in. But yeah, she got oh, yeah. that dollar reprint or whatever. And, yeah you guys here, you You sold uh, Action Comics number one. Yes, we did sell that a is, copy of Action Comics number one. That is a true statement. There's also, you know, some extra words describing that Action Comics number one. It yes.
0: Was, and I'm trying to think exactly what they were. I just took it off of eBay because we did have it on eBay listed on there. But since we sold it in the store, I had to take it off right away. The the reprint. But uh, Yeah, it was... Uh, was it like a loot? Yeah, exclusive? I think that that's what it was?
3: was. It was one of the collector box like monthly subscription. But it was still a...
0: But yeah, even for a reprint, whatever it was, I forget what it was. I think as we had it created and whatever, I think we sold it for like $36 or something.
3: Hmm. But it's a true statement that but yes, you guys we, sold, we sold our comics. Oh, number. wow. Yeah, I would have liked to have sold...
0: A copy of the original action comics. I mean, it would uh, really
3: allow us to uh, change a few things. You know, increase our inventory a little bit. I was going to wait for the half price day to buy the. You know, if you had the real ones.
1: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Even at half price. (laughs) It's still yeah. Take that.
2: Oh, Preacher 1 was in there, too, because I'm looking Uh up, I see the Tulip figure, and I'm like, that was... So then I went and bought all the Preachers and
1: read them, just the trade paperbacks.
3: Yeah, I've got all those. I've read about half so far, but that first volume... So I bought it because the the trade that I got had Kevin Smith's blurb on it.
1: Oh, nice. And I had never
3: heard, you know, I've heard of Preacher, but I never knew anything about it. And then I just saw his name on the cover, and I was just like, all right. And that was one of the few things that I've read cover-to-cover cover in one sitting, like a volume of that size. Actually,
0: like, no, I, I have great. to look because we had one of those, whatever they're titled, you know, kind of like a Best of Vertigo or something yeah. like that where it's like... Sampler yeah, or cause, something cause, like cause that. Because we've had a couple of those. Uh, I know we sold one of those on eBay, too, uh, a while back. And we should have, we got like a, another copy of it somewhere. I don't remember if it got thrown in with this stuff here. Um... Or if I have it in a different box and back somewhere. But, yeah, we've got one of those, I think. Yeah, one of the one of the preacher stories is in there. hmm Yeah. So that's
2: like, oh, cool, I want to read more of this stuff that I'm not even reading because I'm too close-minded and in my DC world
0: as I'm wearing an Avengers shirt. Of <laughs> course, I was just on eBay. I just checked because, I don't know, we might have sold both of them on there and I just can't remember selling the second one. Yeah. Just, this one's I a, remember that price issue. price going up on that. Ooh, that's shiny. Was... Uh, was weird, too, when that went up, because I thought there were a lot of copies of that out there. But yeah, it went up from worthless to, worth, you know, in the double digits, anyways.
2: Sweet. Yeah, I've got a... I think the most expensive thing I have is first printing of the Killing Joke 1. This. And then Snyder's run on Batman, series so number one, I think that might have dipped a little bit, but yeah, Killing Joke 1, I was like, holy kid, that is a first printing. Nice. Such a great story. I imagine as we get... Closer to October or after, it's probably gonna. But then you gotta find
0: somebody to sell it to. So when grading that, we realized that there was actually a small tear on the spine on that.
1: and it's oh,
0: still, yeah. still worth $110, $110 for that variant. Oh, well,
2: yeah. We so we, this is just a sketch. Who drew it? Was it Art Adams or a Kevin's? Nope,
1: 109.
0: Nope. Yeah, oh no, I just smudged 108. it. 108.
3: What, seven? Oh, 65. <laughs> Uh, it's too garbage now. Oh well, the sprinklers just went on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why are you holding a flame up to the sprinkler system? Put your lighter down, God damn
3: <laughs> Is that chocolate on your fingers?
2: <laughs> no, I think it's Cheeto dust.
0: <laughs> well, they've they've got like a whole paragraph full of variant cover names, and don't say who did which cover. So
2: ah, doesn't matter. Just thought it'd be like readily accessible. I don't know. If there's gonna be reading involved. <laughs>
3: He says in a comic book shop <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I normally just look at the pictures
3: mm-hmm. Ooh, that's pretty
0: uh, Oh, it says Connor right there So this is the Amanda Connor
2: okay. oh, oh, she does good work I got her sign uh, Wonder
3: Woman 600 And also
2: easy to look at I like her JSA classified She did a Power Girl run She was 1-4 okay. back in the day, her origin Black Canary Green, our old wedding was really good Yeah, she's good shit, I like her
3: I think she was just added to that Comic-Con revolution in Chicago beginning of June. Her hubby does good work,
2: too. Jimmy Palmiotti. Oh, yeah,
3: Palmiotti. I'm trying to think John Connor.
1: John
0: Connor. <laughs> Come with me if you want to draw. We actually had a, a, an actual comic book version of this, but not an original one. No, because this, this year, this Superman and Spider-Man thing, is, there's been several versions because there is a bigger version of that, which I've seen, and then there's regular comic-sized versions out there. I had a big one
3: that was
2: the first one that had the white cover with Spidey on, looks like the top of the, maybe Empire State Building and Superman's coming in sideways, the white cover. I mean, all covers matter, but you know what I mean, you'd know if you saw it. Like, Alex Ross redrew it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of stuck on the Superman coming in sideways.
2: So. <laughs> it's his super sperm. Ouch. You'd have to bang her with a kryptonite condom.
3: But then she, then he'd die. Yeah. What? Then die. Well, <laughs> not if he was a two-pump chump.
0: <laughs> you know, ah! he gets a, he did it out of there quick enough. he be
2: like a shotgun blast.
0: So
2: great. Yeah. Just watch that movie again the other day.
3: Yeah, I'm going to do a big re rewatch once we get a street date for, uh, Jane Bob reboot and then I'm gonna jump into the VSQ again and So good. His Green Hornet run was just phenomenal. Now with him and uh Wolf Lanigan still have another volume of Batman that uh, Yeah? Because when they I'm trying to think what the time scale was that was it when the new fifty two started? Is that you know, they had that third one sitting there yet and they were kind of wondering. And then they kind of told them being like, well, yours is like the only book kind of left standing out of like from the old continuity or something. And they basically just gave him free reign to just be like, you know, whenever you're ready, you can, yeah. can just come out regardless of what else is happening in the universe and everything. But, uh, I want to say that like several issues are drawn. I don't know if Kevin just has, Another issue to write yet or something, but so I mean, work has been done on it. It's just been sitting there, and Wall too continues to you know, not look at himself as like a comic kind of book artist at all. Like he doesn't give himself enough credit. Yeah, because they had talked about that, where he had said he's just like, oh, there's no way I would have gotten this job if you know if I wasn't Kevin Smith's friend. He's like, well, I definitely you know put the foot through the door there, but he's just like, you're. They wouldn't have just let anybody draw, you know, Batman and let that art just, you know, he's, I think he might have joked saying he's like, he w- they want to let my daughter draw Batman, you know, like five-year-old daughter at the time. And uh, and whenever he talks about, you know, working at the stash, being a comic book man and all that stuff, saying how someone always, Kevin always reminds him being like, you're a New York Times best selling artist, like, you're not just a clerk. <laughs> like, he literally is a New York Times bestselling artist.
0: But then opened the that... door and Walt came in sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Giggity.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Anyways.
2: Now correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't looking at the preview stack here, you don't read the blurbs, do you? Because you? 'Cause you don't want to know. Like you go in A lot of times I don't. Like a virgin, you just like wanna not even flip through it, you wanna read the first page and just go and
1: yeah
2: um, okay.
3: yeah is that was that was there a topic that was being brought up or you're just or well? well, yeah, 'cause
2: I mean 'cause I was looking at it, and I like you know usually if like if a series goes, I'm like, yeah, I like this character, do I want to stick with it, like what's happening next? so I'll read that and see who the artist is or like the annuals, which I think yeah. is just kind of a of The solicitations
0: are so vague though it's well, I'll correct myself, I was gonna say. They don't give anything away. However, there have in the past been several times that as vague as they are, they throw, they did throw something in there that was kind of a spoiler for what you were about to read. But I guess the same thing happens when they, uh, put out books out of order and you read something and they're like, oh, this happened after this book that comes out next week.
1: Shit. <laughs> That's
3: happened a few times too. Trying to think, there was one in particular. Is it the Jane Foster thing? Recently, they just did that with the. Recently, there was something announcing the Valkyrie book with Jane Foster, and then it like happened at like the
2: same time, just like just before two came out. Yeah, it was War of the Realms two,
0: so you knew like oh boy.
2: So
3: it could have just been a week later, you know, just to. Yeah,
0: I want to say there was something basically like a few months back to. uh, Well, Naomi or something like that. I saw like she wasn't
2: wearing, or, I mean, she was in uniform. They didn't like black it out, so I'm like, oh, she's a hero, duh. Yeah, because like,
3: like, like I saw, I saw that image, but I didn't like read any. Because a, I just know I'm in the bag for it, and if like right now, if I read Naomi number five or any book number five, didn't really care for it. You know, I probably have two other issues pre-ordered, and yeah, I'll, I'll make the cut right there if I need to, and I'll get the remaining ones or something. But so even though. So I don't look ahead too much. I exist with what's there, and I basically just okay. eat up the if I have the two issues pre-ordered or something. Just He, he lives his life one page at a time.
2: <laughs> one page at a time. There we go. That's like a Twitter bio. Write that okay. down. That's a good quote. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, pre-internet, because I'm thinking of a storyline in particular, like pre-internet. And I I mean, the first time I think I saw previews is when that, that guy took over as Batman at Azrael or Azrael. I remember seeing a previews cover, and, like, how did you know it was coming out? Like, that, I don't know if you've read that Armageddon 2001, the DC annuals? Yeah. Which I fucking love that story, but it was spoiled. So I don't know back in the day how that got leaked out so fast, because you're thinking, oh, shit, it's Captain Adam at the end, but then they made a last-minute uh-huh. switch.
0: They're like, ha fooled you. Yep, but Hank Hall, Hawk. <laughs> the joke is on us. I mean, you. And
2: then they switched it back, like through another Armageddon series and Extant, and
3: See, that was one uh, of the reasons why Robert Kirkman did the 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 drop for. that uh, so for obliv, what was that? No, die die die, oblivion song. Redemption song, Bob Marley. Is that the one that was the? Die
0: die die was the one that came out like you didn't. That know, was body okay. okay yeah, that was up,
3: it. You know, yeah, with yeah. the rest
0: of your uh, order.
3: Yeah, so okay. Die, 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 because he had, he had given a statement about that saying he's, he kind of missed the days of going in a comic shop on a Wednesday and everything is new and you don't know what anything is. Exactly right, yeah. So then they did the Die, 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 where retailers thought it was, you know, a promo item for something because it was zeroed out. You know, they they matched. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. They matched whatever orders you guys had for Oblivion song. Yeah. So we are like, all right, if a Robert Kirkman fan bought this new series, let's say the store bought a dozen issues, then they sent a dozen free issues of this brand new Die, Die, Die. And it was the Tuesday night when news was breaking out about it, because I messaged those guys, and I'm like, they did the same thing with Angel. Same. and Yeah, yeah that was just, under the
2: radar, like, boom. Oh,
3: literally. Because that was, lit. I forgot what that was called, but uh, uh, Yeah, I don't remember either, and I think Kurt, Kurt told me that yeah. too. They had it like kind of a whole it was a very similar-esque title, like a like a kind of a... So at least it had something in there.
1: But, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I mean, you didn't know, know it was that. what it was
3: until it... it but I like that excitement of... Yeah. So I guess that, that maybe that ties into the preview thing where I just look at those so I know what I'm ordering and then... I was just thinking, like, spoilers. Part, like, you don't want to know what happens, so you get the book in your hand and you read it. Yeah, and for the most part, for... Certain ones that, uh, I'll be like that, like when Spider-Man, you know, 700, when that happened, uh, that was one that, you know, like I did for a movie, I stayed off the internet for like five days and, um, drove to the comic shop. This was in like 2011 or 12, so you guys weren't open. So I drove to a different, uh, location, comic shop and, uh, got the book. Got in my car, and I just read the whole thing right there i just couldn't I didn't even want to drive home without reading it, like I didn't want to delay it another twenty five minutes yeah, but so there are some books that I'll preserve it to that length, but other ones you know, just
1: depends
2: yeah usually event books I won't flip through i mean I've gotten the- I'd say probably the past 19 years I will not flip through a single book and I'll read it fresh, even though I like read the previews and you know, I'll read page by page and try not to glance ahead. But
1: yeah,
2: yeah back in the nineties, that X-Men number one with Jim Lee, shit. I'm like, I didn't buy Marvel books on occasion. Those was in the carnage craze. I remember getting that and Venom and he was big. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I'll pick that up. And this comic book store in Brown Deer, we went to, um, Saw X-Men on the table, I picked it up, and I started flipping through. I'm like, all oh, my favorite X-Men in here, this artwork's fucking tits, dude. I'm like, yes. And then I never knew when the next one was coming out. I just figured in my head, hey, four weeks later, hopefully, you know, there it was. Didn't know what the story is about, didn't know what was going to happen, didn't know shit, and then pleasantly surprised all the way through. But yeah, I miss those days. But, yeah, I don't. but I'm glad, I'm kind of glad at the same time, too, you have that, because...
0: I don't want to order something. People ten copies of it, all the different variant covers. It's like, yes, this is I'm going to get rich off this someday. And <laughs> joke is on him because now it's not worth the paper it's printed
2: on. Matching chromium covers <laughs> and right next to my milk pogs and
3: I know where my pogs are. So now, so now, we,
0: now, you buy an X Men number one from us. So essentially, what you're doing is you're buying the bag and board it, and <laughs> that's right.
3: Yeah, like <laughs> that. here you
0: go. I I did look at. I think
2: I'm going to get the hardcover. Um, I like that run. I mean, I was really disappointed when you know, hey, I'm just getting into this, and like, oop, nope, we're going off and do an image. I'm like, fuck, ah, you know, like yeah. But that t- for 12 issue run, I thought was just awesome with uh, you know the teams, and I love Colossus. I love Cyclops in that outfit. But they did a I guess a hardcover. And he's
0: in that outfit again.
2: He is. I was excited because when I saw they're canceling the line and rebooting, like God damn, don't put him back in a pirate outfit. I looked and it, okay, in the Pikmin promo. Now he, said, no, is he actually is a cyborg. Yes. Oh, ironic. Yeah, I guess they did a like a hardcover where they recolored um, that Jim Lee X Men series. So, I, and then there was always wrapped in plastic, so I could never thumb through and look. Like, hey, let me try it. Let me take a look. You know, but that was a that's a good X Men run. I think that was probably my favorite X Men run. And when the executioner saw, I remember getting those all for Christmas with the bag and the little trading card in it. Yeah. Them. Back before I know who Andy and Adam Kubert were. Kubert? Kubert? Kubert. Kubert, Kubert, Kubert. Kubert. Yeah, little orange guy. Yep.
3: Jumps around
2: such a great video ones. game. I got that on my Xbox. Then they remade it to Oh Kubert. Gotta love a little character that cusses. <laughs>
3: yeah. Many a quarter was lost to that game back in the day. Yeah, most of my money went into the Simpsons at the Pizza Hut, uh, the Simpsons arcade
1: machine.
2: That was a good arcade game, too. Holy cats. Bartman.
1: <laughs>
2: I got that one on Xbox, too. They had it on 360.
3: There was a period at uh, Holy Trinity growing up in grade school where I uh, nobody could wear Simpsons t-shirts. Uh, that, yeah, I believe it. That took away most of my wardrobe. I had uh fart eat my shorts, eat uh, my don't shirt. have a cow, couldn't wear that. And then I had the, come from Wisconsin either, and uh, um, I had the air Well, Bart, that, that's air the problem. With they're like,
0: don't have a cow, you're in Wisconsin, kid. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got cows.
3: Don't tell people that.
0: But yeah, there one was. one that said get bent, that probably not very
3: good. <laughs> get
0: bent. I can picture you prank calling. Actually, actually, there was a guy in here Monday, uh, older gentleman, and uh, forty-two. He, he was <laughs> younger than me, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, sixty-six actually. Although he looked more like eighty-six.
2: Well, I do me and I have you three, nice.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> but he came in and he was complaining about The Simpsons and how horrible it was, and it's like. And I haven't heard somebody complain about The Simpsons in like twenty years.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I'll complain right now. I mean, I think after well, I mean, Matt, you know, legitimately, oh, I'll complain like c- it's bad. Com-
0: complain about like how horrible are the things that they say. Oh like, no, not not complaining like the quality. Yeah, like, quality like, is where I would has know it, gone yeah. downhill or whatever. I mean, like calling, complaining about it like it's just ruining our youth. You know? <laughs> oh, like <laughs> the, <laughs> Frederick Wortham and Seduction of the Innocent. That was the bad show until about the time South Park
1: came out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was about the time South Park came out. And then nobody nobody cared about The Simpsons. The Simpsons. No. Like, that was like, you know. And then half the
2: writing team, I think, went to do Futurama. So about, I would say about season eight, season nine, 98, 97, 98, it kind of, in my mind, kind of started.
3: There's. One Simpson scene that was recently brought up uh, on a podcast. It was on... Conan has a podcast. Okay. Um, it's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Not that we're plugging other podcasts here. Oh, I thought um, it was Conan the Barbarian. No, no. And uh, he was talking about... There was, there was a scene I just watched on YouTube. Then uh, Homer's walking up to a gym. And he looks at it and He's like, a guy? And he goes inside. And then he sees everyone like working out and sees all the equipment. And he's like... Oh, (laughs) gime! Nice. But then the one that uh, I always go to when I need uh, to—we're talking about Mm -hmm.
1: Simpsons—is
3: Abraham Simpson talking with Bart and Lisa, and he's kind of showing them a trick, and he says how he can take his underwear off off without you know removing his pants you know i'm going to show you a magic trick so he does that and they're like whoa grandpa simpson how'd you do that and he goes well, i don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> just, like,
3: <laughs> just starts crying
2: <laughs> i love the april fool's episode from season four or uh, it just turned into like a clip show and i think conan o'brien speaking of was actually a writer he, yeah he was a writer for like the show. a season or so so like, Bart wakes up, he's like, Oh my god, I can't see. And Homer comes in and rips tape off his eyes. April Fools! <laughs> takes off. And then I, I don't know what else he did, but they got Bart three times within the span of 30 seconds <laughs> starting the show. And Bart's like, I'm going to fool you, Homer. And he's like, You couldn't fool your mother on the foolingest life if you had an electrified fooling machine. <laughs> he takes that can of beer to the hardware store and it just like shakes the shit out of it. Then puts it in the refrigerator. The mm-hmm. <laughs> best part is like, Bart runs to the refrigerator to catch him. He's cranking the heat and nothing. He's giving him pretzels. and
3: Finally, he's like, oh, I'm thirsty. He goes for a beer. And
2: <laughs> April, boom!
3: <laughs> well, if you become a Disney Plus subscriber this November, you can watch all 300 episodes of The Simpsons that are going to debut on opening day. Wow, Why was that? Sounds like an explosion at the old Simpson place. Forget it. That's three blocks Wait, they're, away. They're debuting 300. <laughs> yeah, episodes? brand new 300. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 300 will be available we at cranking launch. Cranking these out in some
1: sweatshops.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Looks <laughs> like there's beer coming out of the chimney. A bunch of little Chinese kids tracing. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. This sounds like Simpsons gags.
2: So. Yeah. Oh, poor bastards. Good for our entertainment, but man. Yeah. yeah. Well, alrighty, gentlemen.
3: I am off to watch some of that that basketball, that b-ball. Fear the deer, as I see on the local car wash? They
2: did a, oh, my God, they did a, a clip from Family Guy where they had one of the Celtics players over Peter Griffin's face, and he's, like, looking through a scope, that deer. And then the deer lifts up his paw, he's, like, drinking water. he's, like, "Where's who? And he turns around, there's a bunch of deer around him. He's, like, should have taken the shot, man. A bunch of deer to beat the deer <laughs> Here's ah, the ah. deer. dear' the deer. <laughs> all right. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, it's been
3: good. It's been great. <laughs> You're great. absolutely right. John Wick 3, Saturday morning. That's right. I got to see one and two yet.
1: Oh, snap.
3: I know what happens. I know why it all happens. Yeah, man. <laughs> but it's one of those where I'm just like, I don't know why I haven't watched them because I think I would love them. And there's like rules in life. Don't fuck with a guy's car and don't fuck with his dog. I mean, it's just...
2: Marcus sent a
3: decency. Marcus Theater sent an email that I don't oh. fuck with his dog in his car. <laughs> yeah, right? No, that's worse. Like in the same date? Mm, Rubro. Uh um, like zoinks. that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> um They had something where you can buy them digitally for $4.99 each, one and two, like through the Marcus app or something like. Yes, please. Yeah. So, I mean I already own them, but Jesus,
2: yes. So I
1: may. Yeah.
2: Those watching his training on the uh uh like the special features on the blu-ray and you can catch it on youtube actually too and being a former military man myself, just watching like him unload and load on a firing range with these guys like holy shit like he's really popping clips and going i'm like jesus man that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay bye i'll check him out yeah see you (laughs) (laughs)
3: great exit (laughs) well before we go any further Oh, get yes. to dinner. You gotta put in
0: the, the pizza or, or,
3: or something. turn is, is it? Um. You gave me cash the last time. Okay,
1: okay. So it's to be.
3: Like,
0: is it Kurt's turn? Is that why he cut out early? <laughs> <laughs> I think they just Oh, sent I'm not to feeling the... well. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm feeling sick, you know. Kind of like I don't have cash for pizza.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. The only deal I saw the email was the
3: dessert dealer or something there or whatever. But, but I'll go ahead and plug it in, plug it in. They had their wings there the other week. Like one of the weeks that you weren't here, then, you know, I think it was the closed closed early one. Yeah. And then I was sitting there and I'm just like, well, I still want something. So I got one of the medium and then I got to order the wings, which are... Uh, First time getting the wings there. Yeah, good. Okay. Came in a fancy plastic dome, like it made it
1: look a lot more fancy than it really was. But
0: well, you know that's one thing that wings have in common with pizza is that it's hard to get
1: bad wings. Yeah. You
0: know, even when they're, they're still it, wings. even when they're not great, you know, you know, even like not good wings are still you'll still sit there
1: and just eat them. Uncontrollably. Right. The mouth watering has begun as I'm building the order. Yeah, I suppose if the uh, comic shop ever goes
0: under, we can still get together and uh, talk about bad pizza. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the uh, the talented pizza geniuses at uh-huh. Little, Caesar's. Little
3: Caesars. Yeah, the twelve year old kids that are working there, if they're that that's that's being generous if they're at least twelve
0: right well, there's a, that one kid there that, yeah yeah I saw he, him the, other week. Like, I mean
3: he looks like he might be twelve, but uh I don't know, looks like Steve Rogers before the super soldier serum, am I right comics club podcast, yeah, and wednesdays um uh when they had the main Pizza Hut location going back like you know 10 plus years, but we had a standing invite within my friend group of doing the, the pizza buffet on Wednesday nights. And uh, a lot of times we wouldn't be able to make it during the lunch buffet or something, but they did them on Wednesday nights. And uh, we just had a standing invite that we never like got together to be like, okay, do we have people that are going? Should we go? It was simply it's five o'clock pizza Wednesday, whoever shows up, you show up and there's no trying to like, you didn't have to make plans every week to see if anyone's going to be there. It would, sometimes you'd get three people. Sometimes you have eight people. and uh, But yeah, it was uh, a tradition that ran quite a while. And there was a lady that worked there um, who was a customer at where I work. And she was the waitress there. And every single time when we'd get our bills and everything, mine was paid. She would have us the receipts and everything. And I would have a free one. And it would be attached uh uh the punch card would be attached, which I didn't have. Yeah. And it would be all punched and attached to the receipt. And it would be and I'd be like looking at everybody and just like you know, how about you guys? And some maybe one other person maybe got it, but then other people are like Oh, I got paid like eight bucks and I was just like yeah, there's nothing here like and it continuously happened and I ate free at Pizza Hut like almost every Wednesday night.
0: Was it always the same person working? It was
3: the same lady each time and, uh, and I say this now because that establishment has since gone away and then a new right. location so and that person is not there. I'll, I'll see her maybe once in a while back you know where I work. But uh, but yeah, it was a it was a thing where like we'd bring an extra person. We would tell this tale like, yeah, hey, Anthony gets free pizza buffets. And they're like what? They're like yeah, watch this. They're like all right, get you guys you know your bills, and then everyone would open up and like, all right, here's my ten bucks, here's mine, and then they're like, well, oh, mine's paid. She didn't want anything in return. Like well, I would tip. So I don't know if. Uh, like I, I would start tipping a little more then, because I, after several of them, I was starting to feel bad, being like, okay, why am I like, getting all these? So then she's like, you like sausage? I like sausage too. <laughs> and uh, I'll give I'll you mine if you give me yours. <laughs> and the day I became a vegetarian, uh, <laughs> never gonna happen. And uh, but yeah, then I would just, um, like, I was almost to the point where I was just furious, then just being like. I, I can't stand for this anymore. This is all these free pizzas, pizza buffets, and you know I'm eating probably more than a pizza, obviously because buffet. And uh, so yeah, I would like just tip a lot, and I don't know if that was a trick that she just slipped in, like one person per table, and every time of just getting an ex- maybe getting an extra tip or something. I don't know.
1: Just happened
0: to always be you. It every single time. <laughs> You know, I I do have to say, I feel like the quality, like, I don't know, some, something's different about Pizza Hut's pizzas now. I don't know exactly what. I feel like they're not as good as they were back when it was the old dirty Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems really weird. It's like, you know, you got the kind of run down place that you walk in well, and they've got the lights down yeah, yeah. low and you think it's probably because
3: they're trying to hide the roaches. Yeah. <laughs> um, Now, do you think that maybe, with this one still being relatively newer, that maybe some of their pizza pans just aren't caked and greased in the jar, like that's just part of the pan? They're not
0: seasoned. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Or is what, uh, in Kevin Smith's Jersey Girl, Ben Affleck goes back to move in with his dad, played by George Carlin, the late, great George Carlin. And I think he's... Telling his dad about, you know, like doing the dishes or something like that. He's just like, like, look at this pan, dad. Like, you know, it's just covered in grease. He's like, It's not grease. It's juice. And it's just like, and and he were and he really, like reminded when he was leaving for the house. And he said, don't wash that pan. It's just like, yeah, because he's got a layer of juice on there that, you know, is added to each meal yeah, that he see, has. See, I don't know about the
0: juice. But, yeah, I mean, when you do have an older (laughs) pan and it's got just that that black... That's basically what... It wasn't an actual liquid, but
3: he just referred to it. Maybe that's New Jersey Because they do refer to that
0: as as the pan is seasoned. Okay. You know, Um, (laughs) which apparently is an actual thing, but... uh.
3: (laughs) But maybe that plays into it that, you know, with the new establishment, they got all... So maybe in, like, 10, 15, 30 years... Can have a good seasoned
1: pizza.
0: Yeah, when
3: when it's like the old Pizza
0: Hut, when even the floors have juice. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I dropped the slice
3: <laughs> on purpose. Look, like there's juice on the walls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How do I
3: get into the bathroom? <laughs> um, but yeah, and, like I'll still get nostalgic vibes when eating pizza at Pizza because it is. You know it's a pizza pizza when you eat
0: yeah. a slice of that. Yeah.
3: You know,
0: yeah. There, I, I there's, get there's a big difference between the Pizza Hut pizza and a lot of the other places.
3: Like a Domino's. There,
0: yeah. There there are some places that they're close to each other,
3: but Pizza Hut's got its, its own thing. But, yeah, I mean, I I grew up with, you know, the Book It program and do, doing that through school and going there and, you know, fake reading a couple books to get my free personal pan pizza. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if comic books counted during the time. I think I probably read a lot of Goosebump books is probably what it was. I don't want them to charge me more for pizza after hearing that I... You just signed up. It.
0: Well, they're going to charge you...
3: <laughs> yeah, for all the back...
0: <laughs> eight dollars like times.
3: You guys did this for eight months in a row every Wednesday? <laughs> but... Uh, uh, yeah, it'll be like an overdue library bill. Like,
0: yeah, somebody from Pizza Hut's listing first. They're gonna <laughs> remedy that. Then they're gonna start trying to season all the pans.
3: <laughs> this is an awful setup because it was not—you know—it was just a week ago when I talked about that. I know somebody that works there, not this person, but somebody that I ran into. So,
1: right? Okay. I
3: don't know if I could use that in my favor or not. So, although I know.
0: Now they're I know just going to start leaving pizzas on <laughs> the pans and like sticking them in the, uh, the oven for you know <laughs> an extra twenty minutes or so yeah, just yeah. to get that nice uh, seasoned juice.
3: Now uh, maybe your wife can attest to this. Uh, Holy Trinity! I'd said this to Kurt. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but it was a while back. When I was eating the pizza at home. I made it made it on the pizzazz, and then there was just a giant like. But I removed it and then there was just a bunch of cheese that just stayed on the pan and it got fried up real quick and then I ate it and it's delicious. And it was in that moment.
0: Yeah, if you don't if you don't overdo the pan cheese, yeah, it's good. It gets a nice golden brown to it, and it's nice nice and well, crispy. That that's good. It's you know, if it's black, it's a little too far. To yeah,
3: go. it wasn't completely black, but it was definitely I would say a medium between what you just described, you know, the, the good okay. and the bad. But it was on there and I was definitely gonna eat it. And I ate it, and I just had a flashback to tasting the Holy Trinity Pizza. And I was like, wow, this tastes, and it was like awesome. And then I realized, it hit me, being like, wait, was Holy Trinity Pizza just burnt the entire time? Like, that just what, like, we just became accustomed to their pizza? Because when I had that, I was just like, oh, man, what's what brand did it? And then I realized it was burnt cheese, and that's every, you know, pizza day was a, Burnt pizza
1: at uh, Holy Trinity. So. Here you go. We'll open a pizza
0: joint, call it Burnt Cheese. <laughs> burnt Cheese Pizza, and then... Uh, How about
3: you take the idea that you had with uh, Speaking of the Holy Trinity and your wife well, with the, the Stromboli. I can handle the Burnt Cheese. I am I can do that, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> right, I gotta finalize got to final You get your order.
0: fry cooks,
3: and <laughs> then you get your cheese burners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're help wanted cheese burner with benefits uh um and i'm about to place the order which means i'll be heading out of here once i do it pay with card place order sending order well i racked up 149 reward points which i think uh I don't think it's too bad, like, getting, like, a free thing of breadsticks if you have, like, 50 points or something like that. I think no. it's a...
0: You know, I'm a little upset because I didn't eat at Papa John's that often. Okay. But I did have enough points on there for a free dessert, and they closed down before I could collect on it. Ah. Maybe because I didn't eat there that often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, that uh, might have maybe played a
3: played a factor. See, now i got to check the email, and they'll tell me what time. They don't tell me when I order. It's like a secret
0: Oh, they, they don't give you some estimated time that'll well, be done. Well, they say
3: th- like 15 to 20 minutes, but you go to your email 10 seconds later, and then it says 6-10. Right. Yeah.
0: Could take a while everybody's ordering pizza because they're getting ready for the Bucks game.
1: All right. I'll be back.
0: Okay, so uh, Tony runs out to get the pizza. Well, then he comes back, and we eat the pizza while we continue the conversation. I actually could have stopped. Right there, and uh, done this as two separate episodes. But because the uh, conversations are so related, it just felt like we should just pick up where we left off rather than trying to do a separate podcast because a lot of times what happens then is we start talking about stuff that we were talking about previously and not thinking oh this is going to be a different episode of a podcast and i think it gets kind of confusing so instead what we ended up with here is an extra long podcast anyways we'll pick up with uh, tony back with the pizza
3: to throw off the scent we'll say mm, good domino's pizza <laughs> Please listen to the podcast
1: Except before I think
3: we mentioned pizza. Edit that out. Yeah, I'll do some ADR. I'll send you some voiceover. Here you can just use this. Domino's, Domino's, Domino's. Michelinos, Little Caesars. So, so
0: mac and
3: cheese, calzones. Yeah, mac and cheese calzones at Michelinos are pretty good. Feels like it's getting, like, a half a pizza in the sense of, like, how big their calzone is. Um, Since I hit them, like, pointed this way. The actual bread portion is, like, you know, half a pizza size. And
0: I'll come sit over here and, until uh, Jacob walks. Jacob. Sure doesn't squeak when I sit in it.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: Hear
3: that, Jacob? So, I can uh, probably make it squeakier. <laughs> so, on the... Derek. Dropped a sausage. Isn't that a title already? (laughs) Sausage trap. So in another edition of uh, Snapchat videos I made, I found the feature where I could uh, do a face map and put somebody's face just right over mine and then record videos and pictures and stuff. Different than the Hogan thing, because the Hogan thing was just a generic mustache And, uh, queue up this video
1: here if I find it.
0: And, and why do, like, why do most people use
1: Snapchat?
0: Because, like, my son David uses it, and I think that's his primary means of communication with, you know, people these days is Snapchat. Um, I've never really looked into it. I... I mean, Basically a
3: version of Instagram in a way. I don't actually post. I follow Erica because she posts her uh, kid videos on there of her kids, okay. and uh, so she's bugged me for about two years to sign up. And then comedian Lauren Lapkus was posting some. Uh, and,
0: and Erica's is just uh, like some lady that you don't really know that lives down the street that you watch with binoculars, right? Yes. I just want no, to that's put a me- creepy
3: twist <laughs> on it that you're following her. No, that's Mel- that's on. Melanie um her name's melanie but yeah no i'm following this uh this random lady's kids um and then lauren lapkiss comedian she posted some funny videos with some filters and i was like how do you get those and i'm looking around on apps and things like that and just seeing how she's doing that not realizing that's a face or a snap face snap filter face chat gram. Snapgram.
0: Well, that's what we always did to, to David. We'd give him a hard time because he'd be like on Snapchat, you know, with his girlfriend or whatever. And we'd
3: be like, oh, you on slap face again? <laughs> slap face, yeah. So it's primarily videos and pictures, but uh, they expire. I'm doing them where I can save them just to my camera roll because people put them on other means and stuff but it's free to like do that Superman thing where they'll have that Superman filter for maybe a day or two and then it'll be gone. And then maybe they'll bring it back. And they've had a hot dog one where your base is just on a
1: hot dog and you can
0: it's Look, we'll see I, Cause I would do it just for the Superman filter, but by the time I signed up for yeah. it, it would be gone.
3: So in preparation for some of that, like in case it doesn't come back, I'll do a lot of videos or a lot of different pictures and kind of just use it, you know, rather than once and then realize it's gone the next day. So I took some videos with this face mapping thing, which is something different.
1: Um, Let's see if this is the right... Yeah. Uh, Trying to find the right video. I'm just going to go to my videos. That way I can uh, find it easier.
3: Okay, so I took a picture of a person, and I mapped him on the face,
1: on my face. Hey there, true believers, it's me, Stanley. Excelsior. And it's scary. He's not gone.
0: His hair's gone. Yeah, yeah.
3: So uh, I'll correct that in a different impression I do. This one works perfect with the no hair.
0: So we can keep the cameos alive with Snapchat.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one works with the no hair because it's Michael Rooker. Hey, what? It's me, Michael Rooker.
1: You may recognize me as Marble from the Walden Bay as well as do from Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: <laughs> Shit, yeah. So that's that. And then I decided to use a different stand as I'm kind of taking different pictures of him and seeing, like, what faces kind of map on the face uh, a little better. Face front, true believers,
1: it's me, Stan Lee. A lot of fans have been asking, Stan, who is your favorite superhero? And I always say, Spider-Man. It's just
3: creepy looking at just, like, how this works and, uh... Which leads me to... Now I've gotten costume props and I'm prepping. i got to do the Stan one. i got to find a buy a green sweater. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, maybe just wear a marble hat or something like that. So I don't know. they got Stanley wigs out there maybe. But this following video, being a Seth Rogen fan, on my previous podcast, A.V. Conversation, which seven episodes are probably still up to listen to, I would do these voices of the people that I could do a Stanley, and Michael Rooker, Kermit the Frog. Seth Rogen is another one. And I'd just seen the new long shot movie of him and Charlie's Theron. And uh, I've been told in the past it's not like a Chris Pratt, Kurt Schub type of thing where, like, hey, I could see that. But, like, I've had some similarities with Seth Rogen of just friends, just like that I remind them just of. I don't know, some looks, and, you know, I don't sound like him as my normal voice or laugh like him or anything. But I took some of that to my advantage by adding a hat and some glasses that is often with a Seth Rogen. This is great for the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, we will
0: watch all these things. This is why you, you got to show up here at the Crimson
3: and uh, Yeah. So this is a Seth Rogen one I did that is kind of eerie of just how perfectly the, the face mapped onto mine.
1: secretary of the state was played by Shirley's Theroux who is amazing, and
0: she is much prettier than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the, the face Damn. is on the the voice sounds like the Muppet version of him, but
3: yeah, it's one of the, here. I did. Uh, hold on here. One, two, three. I would say about a dozen of them as I was kind of playing around with the tones. Because when he he did the voice for Rolf on a Muppet sketch on SNL, which Mm. was just Seth Rogen being Seth Rogen, basically. And when you think about it, so there's a little bit of Rolf from the Muppets thrown into. And a lot of impressions, you'll get that from like, you know, Dana Carvey and things like that, where there'll be, you know, very, you know, an exaggerated version. Uh, Fallon does that with Seinfeld, and he just right. gets way too high. But you know, it's yeah. So that's the uh, that's the latest in the <laughs> crazy Snapchat uh, filter
1: game.
0: I'm gonna assume that the noises
1: that we're hearing in the
0: background are. Uh our new neighbors moving stuff Uh, around. Yeah, see, we're not used to that. It used to be we would hear the occasional, like, giggling, you know, from the ladies over at the salon. Now we
1: just hear thumping. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was just trying to think, though, if there was
0: any reason whatsoever that I would
1: want to
3: have Snapchat. For communicating purposes, for you, for what I know of you, I don't think you would probably find any. I use it to watch Erica's videos and make make stupid photos and stuff. So.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, who
3: do I message
0: Mostly my wife. And she wouldn't use it because she refuses to ever have her picture taken, so it's,
3: you know... She's a vampire? Yeah. That, you know, that might oh. be it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm trying to remember if she has a reflection.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go back on your wedding photos once and... Mm. Well, you know,
0: the wedding photos were outdoors on a sunny day. Mm. And... Um, but I'm thinking maybe with enough sunscreen. Like if you really layered it on <laughs> you yeah. know maybe, maybe it would be maybe
3: she, you would she, actually pick that up. She said it was makeup. Up. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a blob of floating <laughs> sunscreen.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you
3: put it down nice
0: and even
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: would would that work? I mean like like, the invisible man, you know, could, like, put on makeup, whatever, so that you could see him. Could a vampire do the same thing, or does... You would think so. You'd think they're clothes, at least. Yeah. Unless they have special clo- um, clothing. I don't get a lot. the photograph thing.
3: Maybe Kirby and Shelley would be, because I know they're into a lot of the, all the vampire stuff. I only know, like, Buffy and Angel vampire. So many people have always said that, like, oh, did you see so and th- like this so-and-so movie or whatever? I'm like, oh, no. They're like, really? I thought you loved, like, vampires and stuff. I'm like, well, I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm like.
0: It's a vampire slayer. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I hate the vampires. They're bad, right? Um, but I always had to, like, say that and kind of come out as a non-vampire fan. Like, <laughs> like I've got nothing against them. I just, I watch Buffy because I like that show but on there they it's the whole thing you know yeah with the clothes you don't see them and i think one of the characters asked how angel shaves you know he's always clean shaven and it's kind of like oh, a super, well, I, I, I can thing. see it
0: i mean and i have had to shave without looking in a mirror like when i was in the army and out in the field though you just shave yeah you could miss spots but but you know what i do the same thing um because I, I, I cut my own hair, which I need mean a haircut again. But um, I used to use a mirror, and I would, t- like, to get the back, I'd kind of, like, look at a mirror and hold up a mirror behind me to kind of check things over, and I, I'd do that. Um, but if, I but I realized that, you know, after doing it a few times, that I could just do it by feel. I don't have to. Every once in a while, if I feel like something might be a little off back there, you know, I'll ask, <laughs> Or not hey, a little hey, off. Hey, did I, you know. Did I screw it up? You know, how's the back of my head look? And she looks, yeah, it looks great. And uh, and then I'll think, well, I better fix it then because she's lying.
3: <laughs> looks great. Perfect.
0: You know, she says the same thing about my appearance in general. So oh. clearly she can't be trusted. But, no, I mean, I can, I can do that just by feel. I don't have to look in the mirror to... Uh, cut my hair it it is helpful but it's not necessary
3: yeah I've got the easy one because I've done that same thing too but I always shave all the way down as much you know
1: minus hey
3: yeah, yeah we don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're back
3: so what I said <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a good insert for, you know, like a Bic razor <laughs> commercial or something. You know, now that I made the chair squeak, it, now it's squeaking.
3: It's, you loosened it up a little bit.
0: I got it all ready for Jacob. He won't show up now.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <clears throat>
3: so, what were you saying about shaving? Well, I did the same thing, too, but like, where, you know, I don't ever use a mirror just because it's probably a little easier since I shave to, you know. <laughs>
0: You're really, trying to really to on your, your words now. Yeah.
3: You know, I have really short hair. I don't uh shave to the skin. You know, I have the lowest card on my, hmm. on my electric razor, but I... uh yeah so i think it's easier when it's all the same length yeah got it it was more difficult than it needed to be
0: yeah if you were going
1: all the way down (laughs) to, to the skin uh
0: Then then I actually could see, you know, the, the need for using a mirror and everything. It would be difficult to, you know, you miss a patch
3: here and miss a patch there. Here a patch, there a patch.
0: Everywhere a lady
3: patch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple uh, comic book references in Longshot, by the way. There's two of them. Three.
0: Like, does it reference the uh, comic book character Longshot?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> oh man, they missed an opportunity. So Seth Rogen plays a journalist who runs into Charlize Theron, who is the Secretary of State. And we find out that they were, and this is all part of the trailer, that they knew each other from childhood. And she checked out his his writing and she hired him as her speech writer if she wants to make a run for president. So there is a... A moment in there where, you know, since she's concentrated on politics that, uh, you know, he's trying to, like, keep her references hip in the speeches and things like that. And uh she he finds out that she's never seen Game of Thrones. She's like, well, I've never seen it. She's like, I know everything that happens. He's like, "What?" He's like, well, I have to know what everything I don't have time to watch it, but I have to be able to make conversation and know so she'll spout out all these detailed facts, and she's like, I've never seen an episode, but I know enough about it to to reference it and be cool and relate and all that stuff. And it's the same thing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where she's never seen any of those movies, and Seth Rogen's character is kind of flipping out and just talking about how good those movies are. Yeah. She might as well it's just not run. I couldn't <laughs> vote for her. Nope. And... Uh, so throughout the movie, then there is a montage when they're like hanging out and getting close. You know, it's a rom-com and, uh, and they're watching, I think it's I think it's Winter Soldier. So you see a scene of them watching and her like getting emotionally involved and she's actually watching the movies and she's watching Game of Thrones and uh, he's getting her to actually watch this stuff. So there's a reference with that. There's, uh, there's a character that yells out Wakanda forever in a funny scene that just, I think this might be, The first Wakanda Forever in a movie that's not a comic book.
1: Not
0: uh, it's not Black Panther or MCU.
3: Like directly, I I can't imagine anyone saying like Wakanda Forever was that even a saying in the books? Did they even chant and shout that at all? I I don't
0: know. I mean, it certainly
3: is now, but yeah, and it's part of the like everybody knows what Wakanda Forever is. I mean, they they
0: did a comic. yeah forever so but that of course was after
3: the movie so it's the uh, the person the actor who is actually ice cube's son which kirk let me know on that factoid i didn't know that he's the one he shouts out wakanda forever in a very funny scene that i wasn't expecting and it was just kind of awesome to hear that you know a year after that phrase basically became worldly popular and then uh there's a reference to Todd McFarlane and some Todd McFarlane art, which this is the non-spoiler review for Longshot. If anybody didn't see it, so because if I explained the Todd Todd McFarlane art, I would have to reveal a big spoiler. Mm. But I'm not doing that.
0: It's basically Seth Rogen in a really complicated yoga pose.
3: Yep, <laughs> you got it. You read right between the lines. <clears throat>
0: See, now I'm hearing kids' voices, Yeah, but I don't automatically jump to, oh, place must be haunted, because now there's, like, kids next door.
3: Be a regular thing.
0: Hmm. I don't know how we're ever going to know if we hear a ghost now.
3: Just have to accept them. Kevin Feige uh, apparently is having a Reddit AMA to ask me anything. his first ever. I assume it's happening this week. I just saw the news about it, which uh, is an interesting thing to get a an open Q and A with someone like him. So
0: it doesn't guarantee an answer. Mm-hmm. Ask me anything. I'll answer nothing.
3: Probably because July is San Diego Comic Con. I think it's mid July ish and uh, third weekend and. I think that's when they're coming back to the stage and basically let us know all the next phase movies. Because the only one that's like 100% set in stone is Black Widow in the sense of it's starting production. Like, yes, Guardians is happening, and later on, though. Yeah, we're going to get more Doctor Strange, and most likely Ant-Man and Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Rumored Shang-Chi, uh, Eternals have been talked about. But Black Widow is... And brought you on more Spider-Man. Black Widow's the only one that's like, yeah, we have a script, we have a cast, and we have a date and production and a, that we know of.
0: Now I'm just imagining the uh, Black Widow movie making certain uh, references. And I'm sitting here debating on whether or not, I mean, at this point I feel like we can do spoilers. Everybody's doing Spoilers.
3: Especially if you say it right now that it's going to be a spoiler. Yeah,
0: well, because nobody's even warning now. I was listening to the radio uh, today at, at work, you know, and uh, they always have a plastic rock station on there. And uh, listen to the radio and uh, they're talking, they're like, oh, and here's the song that they played to, as a tribute to uh, Tony Stark. And, uh. It's like, well, the they're just like
3: throwing the stuff out there. They're not like, then warning, spoiler, coming up here. Yeah. And all you have to do, especially this many weeks in and billion dollars later, is just say spoilers. And people have enough time to press pause, go see the movie, come back, unpause, yeah. and here we are.
0: Yeah, and that's why we don't even need to like put like the, the time code on there or anything. Mm-hmm. It's like just just stop there, go see it, come back, listen to it afterwards. Our listenership will go up, you know, a few months from now once <laughs> once people have finally seen it. Once it's know. on
1: video, yeah,
0: that. yeah. It's like, oh, hey, I can listen now. I'm glad that I went and saw it when I did because I, I'm not even kidding. That day. You know, I saw it on Sunday, and and the spoiler ban wasn't lifted until the next day, you know, on Monday. But still Sunday, I got back, and I was going through, I jumped on Facebook or something, it's like, whoa, spoiler, 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 all over the place. Like, somebody jumped the gun a little bit on that spoiler ban. Um, It's like I saw it just in time. Maybe
3: they're from Australia, Mm. and it was already Monday. Yeah. Or they're just an asshole.
0: Didn't think about that. Or an asshole from Australia. That could happen. Probably has once or twice. But, uh, but yeah, ever since then, it's... I mean, and that wasn't even anything compared to... now. Now it's just like casual conversation. There's no spoiler warning. It's just this happened, that happened. But
1: yeah,
0: spoiler warning. So Black Widow, we assume, is going to have to be a prequel you know, uh, there's been a lot of talk that this might be more of an origin type Mm. thing. A lot of people are saying, hey, you know, maybe we'll finally hear about Budapest. So, but what I'm wondering is are we going to get her talking quantum physics? Mm. You know, like she's undercover and she has to have a conversation about quantum physics.
1: Yeah.
3: If I, if, as we talked about that last week, that Every time I heard that line, seven times that I heard that line, I never thought, I just thought it was just a throwaway joke. But then you kind of, you took it to someone else, whoever that conversation I was with, being like, well, yeah, she probably had to learn just enough to.
0: There's probably a lot of things that she had to learn just enough to carry on a conversation, fake her way through.
3: Like watching Game of Thrones. Or yeah. Even the MCU, the own movies that she's in.
0: I didn't watch any of that stuff. I just,
3: I, you know, spent a few minutes on Wikipedia. <laughs> That'll be the majority of the movie is is Natasha on Wikipedia, right?
0: Or <laughs> the Red Room. That was my finger quotes <laughs> up in the air for She's up. on
3: Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Red Room is.
0: Well, I mean, from from things that you've seen about the the Red Room, obviously she's got some training, but yeah, I can't imagine that they just sit her down, and they have a screen, like a virtual reality-type visor strapped to her, and it's just, like, flipping through Wikipedia pages.
3: Her Red Room was just playing a lot of Virtual Boy from Nintendo, the Red 3D. You ever play that? No. You know what it is?
0: No. Uh,
3: um, I want to say 93, 94, so it was, you know, Super Nintendo was out. And
0: I mean, I, I don't remember, pre-M64. but I had probably heard something... It way back then, but
3: actually, it might have been later, it might have been '96, whatever it was. It was, I think, it was still pre N64, but uh, I had always, I think it was at Sears or something, they had one on display. And it's uh, a virtual reality 3D. I'm gonna get a picture here. It was something that I always wanted, I saw it in the catalog, it was probably like a hundred bucks or so. A
0: catalog, like, like the, the old Sears. Sears
3: catalog, that's what it was, yeah. And it was something I never got. I don't think any of my friends had it. I think I only played it when we'd go shopping, and that's where I'd, I'd see it. But it's... Yeah, that's
0: uh, scary. We're probably about 10 years away from people not having any idea. Like like there being people that you would say the Sears catalog <coughs> and them, like, looking yeah.
3: at you like you're an alien. What's Sears, yeah. What's a catalog? What's okay. Sears? Um. So it was the stand that had this visor that you basically set on a tabletop. You'd sit down and had a PlayStation-esque type controller of, you know, handles and whatever, um, you know, a different model than the uh, than the standard controller. And it was all red. All the graphics were red, but it was a 3D thing, and you could adjust the focus along the top. And they had Mario Tennis, which... Um, which was probably one of the better 3D ones because when it was hit back to you, you would see the ball coming to your face. Um, And uh, so, like I said, I never got it. We weren't rich enough to get one, but it was, like, one of those things very early on, like, when I started getting a paycheck, uh, being a teenager, getting a paycheck, and eBay existing, like, right around that time. Like, it was probably pretty early on. And uh, I bought myself a Virtual Boy, which I still have. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Again. I didn't say anything. (laughs) Again. You not saying anything said a lot. (laughs) Um, Goodness gracious. Uh, The video game system called Virtual Boy. I'm not judging, you know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They had a Wario's game. It might have been the first Wario game if I'm not mistaken. I know there was just like an airplane game and a couple, there was, I think 18 games released for it in its lifetime. It was very short lived. This is what one of the screens would look like. Uh, everything was just red graphics. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I'm trying to think why I started
1: talking about it though. Oh, Red Room. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, let me just
0: go through some rays. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you got yourself a virtual boy you had red balls coming
1: at your face.
3: <laughs> oh boy! Um, yes, here's uh, another view of the other side. There, putting your putting your eyes in there, and just kind of the cartridge games. You know, a little bigger than a maybe, uh, maybe around the same size as a standard Game Boy game cartridge. Like so is that around... like
0: a stand? that goes on the table, and you just like keep your hands off of it, so
3: that you can. Well, you so. I'm trying to remember if the controller is attached or if it might have a cord to it. But simply, you could just be like this, oh. and you know, it could be right here. And then it's like you're,
0: you're just... getting your eyes eye exam <laughs> yeah. at the you know the DMV,
3: and you're playing tennis. Right?
0: Yeah.
3: Um, Click the button when you see a dot. I think I may have to uh, bring it in here someday. Oh, here's a quick video of, uh, or a a GIF rather. At least you know. As best as they can, without it being, you know, this isn't a 3D phone or something, but this is what Mario Tennis was, which was revolutionary. And
0: I see why this was so popular. The princess is kind of shaking her
1: butt in between.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's why I had a, you know, I eventually got LASIK. I messed up my eyes. I was like the only one. Me and my dad were like the only ones with glasses for the majority of my life, and then I had to get glasses later on, and it was probably from. Looking at Princess Peach too much in Virtual Boy, so. but they had the original, like classic Mario Brothers game, a version of that in 3D. They had a Wario game, which it could be the first first thing with uh, Wario, and apparently somebody cosplayed as Virtual Boy, <laughs> as the giant costume with the visor on his head and uh, logos on his. Just a vel- like a Velcro suit, like he's from Tron or something. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that is a virtual boy. Oh, he's got double Nintendo Power Gloves. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll to bring it in sometime. This
0: guy looks like he's doing research, like it's a fancy <laughs>
3: microscope or something. Yeah, he's he's looking at some organisms and some plant life. and but yeah, I'll, I'll bring it in sometime next time I remember. Uh, I, I think your son knew about it and being a big Nintendo fan. So think, yeah, and he he knows about old stuff too. And we were—I uh, remember us talking about it. I think, but you know, he's never played it, obviously. But like,
0: he really wishes that he had
3: grown up in the '80s. Yeah, so. I was the perfect age, like when Nintendo came out. You know, I was in that four or five range. And beat Super Mario Brothers at the age of four, per my brother's uh, uh, witness. And then I found an old photo of me where I'm sitting very close to the TV. You can see me playing Super Mario, and I think I'm wearing, like, elf pajamas.
1: Elf. And then as you got into the teenage
0: years, you went to the uh, the virtual boy,
3: mm-hmm. and your
0: mom would pound on your door. You couldn't play in that tennis game for hours.
3: <laughs> you know, it's got the stand, so your hand's free. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Just hitting the ball back
1: and forth, Mom. <laughs>
3: So you're gonna say she was knocking on the visor? So, because once you're in Virtual Boy, you're in the reality of the Virtual Boy, the game. Why do you cut all this up? <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about Virtual Boy. Where's Rodney? Bring him back.
0: Yeah, isn't, isn't that bad when you're like, okay, we need to tone this down a little bit. Bring Rodney back in. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> it's gone really gone off the rails here. Really coming in sideways. <laughs> yeah. Anyways.
0: So, yeah, shaving your head.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which topic I want to go back to. <laughs> oh, pizza hut again?
0: I, I couldn't shave my head. Well, first of all, because I was in the Army. <laughs> Basic training, I had to shave my head. So you already And saw I learned it. I've got a goofy-looking head. Okay. Yeah, me and Ball just, yeah. It's not good. Although... Yeah, it I might be shaped a little different now as I put on quite a bit of weight from back then so I don't know maybe the shape of my head has changed but I couldn't do like because I know some people go like they go all the way <laughs> right down to the skin um,
1: <clears throat> that I would and, never
3: do
0: well and the maintenance of that would, would suck you'd have to like constantly have to shave your head you know at least with yours, you cut it. You probably let it go for probably not real long. I do about two every a two couple weeks, weeks.
3: Every two weeks, basically. So Yeah, that's
0: what I figured. Because like even that in the the army, that's probably what I did for haircuts was about every every two weeks. You know, I'm glad you he said down, that you rather up.
3: than yeah. I've been looking at your hair for about a month now. and am just gonna.
0: i <laughs> really <watching> studying it,
3: <laughs> watching it grow. You like uh, got chia pet. No, but yeah, every two is, weeks I basically do. It. Army butt. Like clockwork.
0: About uh, about every two weeks, you head down to the uh, the Korean barbershop, not in Korea, oh, no. in uh, Killeen, Texas, and uh, go down. A lot of times, you know, go with a couple friends. You all know, stop in and get your haircuts at the same
3: time. Um, Read the funny papers.
0: Yeah, you go in. See, they always uh, the Korean barbershops. They always give you like a massage. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, a, all right. like, It it sounds dirty. Triple and and I think some people after going and getting them and realizing that it's not anything dirty, um, <laughs> would still like uh, yeah I can't wait for that massage at the end, <laughs> ooh a big finish, and and still I got to say there's something about it where it was a little bit weird when you you go in and like usually you know there's a lot of like women barbers. But, like, you go in and you get, like, an, an older guy that was the barber there. And, like, nobody wanted <laughs> to go to, the, go to the, like, the middle-aged man. Why not? Fair.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: I don't know. I, I guess maybe there's just something about the way that he <laughs> rubbed you down at the end. I <laughs>
1: I'm not
3: supposed to say that when I'm about to take a drink. <laughs> yeah, I've always said that. Growing up, I played a lot of basketball and my early years and stuff like that. And we'd always shave like designs into my head and everything like that, and put like you know basketball numbers or Nike symbols or whatever, whatever basketball Board, player was lightning bolt, lightning bolts. Um, there was a, I think I did a Batman symbol one time, but yeah, it, uh, I've always had that, and then I had a period in my twenties where I was. Dislike being called my brother's names all the time when we're all A's and we're all look alike. And so I would, like, grow my hair out, which was long for, like, any of us, basically. And it was pretty shaggy. We didn't, like, go down, like, to my shoulders or anything like that. But uh, for for a latch who a family, like my dad said, uh, 11 brothers and sisters and uh, all the men, if I'm not mistaken, grandpa and all that, just bald like the bald gene runs wild over in the on the lab side but uh
0: and you didn't want to keep it all long and shaggy so you could do the nice comb over
3: yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so but then there was uh, a i'm trying to think if i talked about it here or not but then there was some point late 20s when i was looking back at a security camera um i was looking at my that girl Erica down the street. uh, uh, At work and I was checking back.
0: And she caught you on the security camera and she showed you the the footage and you realized that there was me? (laughs) Yeah, that's not me. This guy's balding on the top. (laughs) Oh my God, that is me.
3: Well see that's how I found out. So I was at work and I need to look back on you know a shoplifting incident and find out where I was and I saw me come through as I was playing the tape back and and I stopped and I was just like, what is and I realized I'm like, big glare, like, yeah. and then that's when I realized that I was balding, and from that day forth, I would cut my hair at least once a week or every two weeks and just constantly keep it like this, because then it's,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. I was talking to my boss the other day, and that caught caught some glare off the top of his head because he's balding, and then there's a newer guy, and he's he's bald on top, um, and I was trying to talk to him and, and, and I'm not even saying this to be funny, but like the glare was really bad off the <laughs> top of his head. And it occurred to me like why is that? Why are the why are bald guys, why is the top of their head shiny? Yeah. It's like Mr. Clean. Nowhere else yeah. does your skin shine. You know? You know, I, I look at my arm where I don't have hair, it's not, you know, shiny. I don't know if it, the skin is just stretched so tight up there, or
3: <laughs> but there's yeah, it is weird. No other part of your it. body
0: where the where it's just <laughs> gleaming.
3: Well, <laughs> speaking for yourself, um, yeah, yeah, I never, uh, I never never thought about that, but that is kind of a strange.
0: Clearly, there's something different <laughs> about the the skin at the top of the head.
3: All right, we should change the subject. <laughs> Is that know yet Usually I look back at my many photos on my phone here just to see if that reminds me of any story or anecdote. Well, I did try doing the face mapping with uh, Silver Surfer. So it would recognize humans. I couldn't get a Kermit the Frog. I couldn't get some comic book, like certain comic book cartoony characters. I couldn't get like Chewbacca mapped on me. But then Gamora, Zoe Zaldana has Gamora. I had a photo of her from the Endgame set, and her. They pulled that out of my feet of recognizing faces, and that was recognizable. So then I started searching different Surfer. I took a picture this afternoon of the statue here in the store to see if it recognized that, which it didn't, but it did recognize. Uh, this uh, rendition of Surfer from the comics, and it made me look like, you know, I'm from the Crow or Sting from WCW,
0: right? Or yeah,
3: but it uh, like
0: a member of Kiss that <laughs> shaved his head.
3: Yeah, it was it was the Mike all red, Laura Allred okay, Surfer, and then it you know it it worked like it mapped the onto there, but it not in the way that I was
0: not what you were going for.
3: No, no. Speaking of Erica, I mapped her face onto mine, and uh,
0: uh you know, yeah, you and Erica put together look a little bit like Dan Trainer. He's a customer character. <laughs> oh
1: wow! <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow. All right, then. Uh, now we know that bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tried doing Krang from Ninja Turtles. That wouldn't go. Yeah. I was trying to think of impressions. Oprah. I was trying to think of like generic impressions beyond the ones that you know I can sort of do, and then uh, the Oprah mapping didn't really line up to where it should. No, that looks a little
0: bit like the mannequin mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh god!
1: Uh, Which can't...
0: I'm currently wearing in my uh, my Facebook. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: People can see so, that. Yeah,
0: pump yeah. me down on Facebook and look at that. And you'll know what I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> I tried getting Regis because I got a, sort of a Regis impression. Yandu yeah, wouldn't work, but Michael Rooker worked. Oh yeah. So last Saturday I bought the Squirrel Girl uh, first appearance. Kurt set that aside of uh, whatever title that was called
0: and i was i was wondering cuz the the Comic club podcast with the title oh yes and whatever cuz i wasn't here for it you know with uh, my daughter's birthday and whatever i was at home and so i saw that i knew that we had that one i knew that he was going to show it to you so when when i saw the title of that episode of the podcast i had a suspicion that you might have picked that up
3: it worked out pretty perfectly because uh I talked about the current Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, which are the War of the Realms tie-ins that were pretty funny. So I, you know, we're talking about War of the Realms and the Club Pick. And then if anybody's reading any of the spin-offs or tie-ins and things like that, you know, we'll bring those into non-spoilers, kind of let some people know. Kurt's dad's been talking about Journey into Mystery. I brought in the Squirrel Girl issues and this and that. And uh, so I talked about those, and then that led into picking up, you know, $30, $35 $30, 35 issue of Squirrel Girl's first appearance uh, as a backup story. Now, usually when you hear that, it's from 1991, you'll hear a backup story, and you think, like, okay, is it like a four-page, an eight-page, ten-page? It was like a 30—it was still—it was an oversized comic. It was a 30—the whole thing was an 80-page giant, and, yeah, hers started around— And it was in
0: an Iron Man story,
3: wasn't Well, it? yeah, it was in an, an Iron Man story, but it was under the Marvel, like, superheroes, winter special— number eight or something like that, but she's not on the cover. She's not listed as that. It just, cause who knew at that time that squirrel girl was going to be anything beyond that backup story, but it was a full 30 page thing in which Iron Man is the first, uh, Marvel hero that interacts with her. And she's a big fan of Iron Man. And they kind of have a MCU, Tony and Peter type of relationship, which after reading the issue, I had, uh, said, I'm like, Man, I wish they didn't do Spider-Man. Like, they should have just did Squirrel Girl and do all the same storylines. And, you know, Squirrel Girl, far from tree, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, Squirrel Girl, uh, you know, even though it's a mature... I'm <laughs> Spider-Man
0: tree, Spider-Man nut... I was, I was going to say nut coming. Squirrel Girl nut coming. But
3: yeah, that, I, did, that, I didn't want to go that yeah. far. So we're not gonna go that yeah,
0: far. Yeah, we're not we're gonna We're not say even that. gonna say
3: that. Um so, anyways, I shared the I read her story that day and I shared it with the club. You can listen to that on episode or rather issue seventy nine of the Crimson Cowl Comic Club podcast while it lasts. Um so it goes back into the Crimson Vault. Lock it away. So I had as I'm scrolling through Snapchat, we'll gather Human faces into the feed that I can. <laughs> it just it collects them. It collects, it's, collect them all, and just goes out and just takes faces. So if you had a picture of your hamburger from the triple triple X, you know, Red Family Restaurant, um, the triple X,
1: triple I, I do X, have six, a picture of yeah. that
3: actually. So Snapchat wouldn't recognize that as an option to put that on your face. Um. So, I'm scrolling through seeing... What if my face actually looked <laughs> look like, like a, a
1: burger? Like
3: Maren McCheese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was Mary McCheese and it didn't recognize my face, I would sue Snapchat for uh, um, uh, discrimination. So, I'm scrolling through, and since it's not taking a lot of comic book people and this and that, didn't take the surfers, most of them, and then it... Uh, also, Squirrel Girl popped up. But when you do it, when you're scrolling through, you just see it on your face as you go through. And this is scary. So, this is the first image. Uh, people will see this in the beard or the eyes. I put in the eyes of a. Uh, it came out on the Wednesday right. inch monster. Originally, I put a couple of them in his grassy beard.
0: And, and I cannot figure out why they went with that look because yeah. that looks nothing like a squirrel. That looks like. This is. Joke, like a That's Joker like laughing J- gas. Joker's like, daughter, but... Not Joker's daughter, but like if Joker yeah. had a daughter or
3: something it, that
0: might look kind of like that.
3: And this is a Steve Ditko co-creation. This is a Steve Ditko drawing. Um, so I mapped that onto my face. And this is the only time you can see this photo is if you come in at Crimson Call and ask the me... The only
0: time that you can see this photo is by listening to this podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I mapped it onto my face and that was... <laughs> I think I want I, I have oh I have that wig I can get that Napoleon Dynamite type could wig could you because otherwise it looks like no, painting her face on an Easter egg <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had a picture of an egg left over from Easter <laughs> look at that shine okay Boy, next Easter <laughs> next Easter I'm getting really artistic and I'm doing that that would right there. oh that would be actually pretty funny because nobody would know what it was except for me and you basically but yeah, it's uh it's pretty freaky. It makes me wanna be Steve Ditko in nineteen ninety one Squirrel Girl for this coming Halloween, Crimson. Should we start advertising that, right? Yeah, as well. right it, around the it's corner. it's never too early.
0: Um I mean, we're already into May, I mean the Christmas stuff has to be out by now. That's
3: right. So yeah, people uh we do a little uh little shindig around you know, Halloween. You got a Saturday and you're encouraged to show up in costume and there's Usually a kids costume contest and yeah and things like that and uh, um yeah it's a lot of fun show up in costume and I'm already planning my 1991 squirrel girl. In,
0: in fact, we got to get more people coming in costumes too because um are I mean we we had kids that had great costumes okay so I don't want to take their wins away from them for that but there weren't a lot of adult costume people last year. And um, I, I think this year we need more adults coming in costumes so that we can give those kids a run for their money.
3: There we go. Yeah. A little
0: competition. Toughen the them up a little bit. You know? yeah.
3: Make them try harder next year.
0: Yeah. I mean kids got to learn how to lose. Yeah. you know,
3: Kids need to learn how to lose at the Crimson Co- <laughs> <Cuts and> Collectibles. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll typically we put together a little prize package of of some sort for it. And, uh, so yeah, start start planning
3: your costume now. I think I will go with a uh, Squirrel girl Easter egg <laughs> for Halloween. Got it. All checks out. Just a nice shine across the top of that Easter egg too. That was actually the sun coming through, though. So don't mistake that. I don't think I have a bald shine. So
0: I'm probably just going to get uh, Snapchat so I can sit around like, is this a face? Is this a face?
3: <laughs> is, this a face? <laughs> is this a face?
0: I haven't really uh, tagged too many pictures lately on like Facebook, but I I know when they first started doing that, when you could tag people in the pictures, that was really weird cuz sometimes you would actually try to tag somebody and you'd click on the face but it wouldn't let you like it wasn't recognizing that person's okay. face as a face. <laughs> and then I'd have other times where it would like there would be some inanimate object or a tree yeah. or something and it would like the little square would pop up like you could tag it. And Somebody's like,
3: elbow, you I don't know, show know. Up. can you, you know, tag I am Groot on there? Speaking of someone's elbow, so back at Star Wars Celebration I was taking a photo of a guy that looked like uh, Tom Wilson, who is most famously known as Biff from Back to the Future. Um, he's okay with hearing that now. There was a period where he wouldn't answer he anything like back. That. He didn't, he wouldn't answer anything, you know, and rightfully so. He had a lot of other stuff he did too, but also we
1: all know him from Back to the Future.
3: But he, he definitely came around in the last couple of years and you know, we've met him and super nice and everything. Um, I just gotta go back to the, I got a lot of photos on my phone here, but I gotta go back to the, the month breakdown, which is April, mid-April. So on the last day of Star Wars Celebration, I saw a guy that looked like Tom Wilson and yep, here it is. And, uh, are you familiar with what he looks like now at all? Or, I mean, you could probably, uh, he, you, he
0: probably looks more like old Biff. Actually, he probably looks very little <laughs> yeah. like old
3: Biff. <laughs> All right, let me... I have a photo that I have to queue up after it, so I'm going to uh, add these into a timeline so I can scroll them perfectly. So I, I see him. I take a picture, and I'm just... And Erica, you know, this random girl down the street... I, you know, I watched her seeing, you know, watching Back to the Future, so I know she's a Back to the Future fan. Right.
0: So you were like in a tree, you're yeah, watching yeah. her, and you, I had squirrel girl, you fell, and your dad eyes. pushed you out of the way.
3: <laughs> um, so you know, s- your
0: dad, Calvin Klein.
3: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I sent her the picture of this random guy who's just a fan at the con, who uh, I'm like. Holy crap! I'm like, I didn't know Tom Wilson was going to be here at the Star Wars Con, and we laughed and we we're both kind of agreed, you know, that it kind of looked like Tom Wilson. And then in the photo though, I'm getting all these lined up for slideshow presentation because
1: they're all in different order.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know what he's done. Like, I, I really had to think when you said the name, you know, Tom Wilson. I'm like, oh, is that one of the Beach Boys? Like, <laughs> <Yeah. you
3: know>. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Wilson? <right? laughs> So, yeah, the only other thing I know Tom Wilson from is that he was uh, he was the gym coach in Freaks and Geeks, the short-lived show. So I I take a picture of this fan that looks like Tom Wilson, and I just kind of, like, laugh, just being like, oh, look, there's Tom Wilson. And as I was trying to, like, not call out that I was taking a photo of him. Oh, is that him back there? Yeah, that's nice. exactly where yeah. this story is going. So I'm literally taking a picture of him. I'm kind of far away, and I just kind of, like, line it up, and then I just kind of I always pretend like I'm kind of, you know, looking around. I'm not taking a photo. Yeah, but I I, I do this, and I'm just, like, acting like I'm looking for someone. And while I do that, you know, I can just snap it while I go through. So I got this photo rather than, you know, just going up there and just being too obvious. And I took that, and I'm, like, I was standing there for a while, and then I'm just, like, because he walked away, and then other people, like, moved up. I'm like, oh, I felt like a creep because there is a lady dressed as Slave Leia from Return of the Jedi in the background. So if anybody was watching me, it looked like I was trying to sneak a picture of her, which I've taken pictures of Slave Leia's by going up to them and saying, hey, can I get a picture? There's some with me in the picture. So I definitely wouldn't, you know, creep show a picture. But I, and I said, nobody's going to believe me that I tried to actually take a picture of that guy who looks like Biff from Back to the Future. Like, nobody would believe that scenario. They'd be like, yeah, great lie, okay. Yeah, this is getting cropped. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, you talked about tagging and them not recognizing faces. This is where the story goes. So here was a closer picture, and as I, I shared that part, and it wasn't until afterwards when I zoomed out and saw... I had Leia in there. So I told Erica, I'm like, I see Batman in his elbow. You know, I, I can see that. I'm like, either a Batman or like a black suit Daredevil. And then I did this. <laughs> <laughs> and I just added some, you know, Batman eyes. And, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty proud of that, of the many layers of me trying to get a picture I, of a guy. Who looks like Tom Wilson? Which actually, people would think I was getting Princess Leia, and then I wound up with Elbow Batman.
0: <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna tell me that, yeah, you know, <laughs> Leia there was actually Tom Wilson.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's he was cosplaying. He's doing good. He's he's looking good these days. <laughs> but also, Tom Wilson met him like two years ago, give or take. Super nice guy. He was. Very much into talking about Back to the Future.
0: See, I have a Biff story, too, but it's not a Back to the Future (laughs) Biff story. (laughs) Um,
3: Interesting.
0: No, you said it, and this popped into my mind. No, um, when I was about uh, 16 or 17, I bet I was 17, I was probably senior year. I had this friend, uh, Chris, who was like like a year or two older than me, and then one of his friends was over, we're hanging out at the house, and Somehow we got this goofy idea to, to uh, you know, we we're going through stuff in his basement. And there's just odd stuff down there, like this little Afro wig and um, stuff like that. So we start screwing around. Next thing you know, we're all dressing up like really goofy stuff, um, like wearing 3D glasses <laughs> and stuff like that. And so we became um, a couple of superheroes. And this was actually the first time I dressed up as a superhero and oh. we went out in public, and uh, and so we we looked completely goofy. I mean, we're wearing like the plastic, like garbage bag capes, <laughs> and uh,
3: bunch of homeless stuff like that.
0: So so Chris is wearing the Afro wig, and then I don't know what the thing was. It was sort of this like weird futuristic like like it was supposed to look mechanical or something like this weird cone thing that you could wear on your head. I have no idea what it was for. It looked like you know, like a tip of a bullet or something. Kind of that thing, but with little fake mechanical parts or or something. And uh so he's wearing that and 3D glasses and a cape and we're wearing gloves. And I think otherwise we're just wearing like plain t shirts and jeans and and stuff like that. And uh I got uh kind of longer hair, and I'm wearing my 3D glasses and my cape and my gloves and everything. And, uh, and his his buddy, he had, like, it was like a Satan mask or something. <laughs> so, naturally. so we grabbed those, and we grabbed some, like, sticks and stuff like that. And, yeah, he's, like, two blocks away from a park. And then we just kind of walked over there, and we were, like, hitting each other with <laughs> sticks. <laughs> and, you know, just beating each other up. Now, uh, Chris is, because he's a little bit older, he was over the age of 18, and he oh suddenly became very paranoid <laughs> like oh I'm 18 now like I could do hard time for this <laughs> so it's so like we gotta go we gotta get out of here we can't do this and uh, so basically we're like LARPing you know in the yeah, park yeah. and uh, a <laughs> little park LARPing <laughs> and, and yeah Chris had that like moment like, <laughs> like oh my god I could get in big trouble for this I'm 18 am 18. We're talking prison. <laughs>
1: you
0: know? uh, and uh, looking at some of the other things that I did well into adulthood, you know, involving costumes and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure that we were safe, you know, wearing some garbage bag capes and 3D uh, glasses and, you know,
3: and like anybody wh- else, wagging each
0: other with sticks. Anybody
3: else that saw you, they're just like, "What are these
0: losers? Yeah. Doing? <laughs> Yeah, th- I mean that was basically. I don't. I don't think he had to worry about Johnny Law coming down on him. <laughs> I think he had to worry more about like girls being like you hey, losers.
3: At worst, a cop was going to say, "Hey, it's past curfew. Go home."
0: <laughs> it wasn't. It was broad daylight. Oh, okay. Well, he probably <laughs> he might have been. He might have been. Hey, it's past curfew. You just
3: say that to get the the hooligans off the the weirdos off the streets. So.
0: But yeah, the the way the reason it's a Biff story is because uh, that's what we decided our name was. Like I was Biff, but I would say like i I'd announce myself as I am Biff, and like I'd always change what came after, like the really awesome man, or <laughs> I, I am Biff. Biff the uh, powerful. Biff the loser in the park, man.
3: <laughs> the Biff. But the, it was always the, min- the, the something minor. man.
0: Uh, the underage minor man.
3: <laughs> average size man. I am Biff. Regular size man.
0: The virtual boy playing man.
1: <laughs> playing and and he
0: was uh, uh, Twinkie. So it was like the, the duo of the Biff, and, Biff Twinkie, and Twinkie. And we were fighting some Satan guy in the park.
3: If Gene Guy ever like happens, Biff and Twinkie show up?
0: I, I had actually thought about doing a Biff and Twinkie comic.
3: And you should do it, and then they... Uh, we can have a joint universe,
0: and then I think, wait, what would I then? Would I have to contact Chris and be like, "Hey, can I yeah. get permission to use Twinkie? Do you have contact with him, or is he? A- I do. I mean, we're we are Facebook okay. friends now, but we we don't really talk. Yeah. I've you know tried a couple of times, yeah. but it's not. Yeah,
3: but it's not like oh, I have no idea where he is.
0: Although I'm pretty sure that I could just do it and like even if it became a big thing, he probably wouldn't even <laughs> remember it. You know, oh, because, because he probably lost that memory because of trauma, you know, the brain does things like that. Like it just suppresses those memories, that traumatic experience. It's like, Oh yeah. That was the time I almost went to prison. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. You try to hopefully try to block that stuff out of your life.
1: And...
0: Yeah. Yeah. The story on it was like, it was going to be one of those things where like he was the sidekick, but you know, you know, like and granted our ages are like seventeen and eighteen, but you know, the story we had was like he was the sidekick even though you know his character was like like a forty year old, like a middle aged guy, whatever. So we decided to do that kind of reversal where it's like the young teenage superhero and his middle aged <laughs> sidekick.
1: Biff and twiggy.
0: <laughs> yes, it was every bit as ridiculous
3: as it sounds. It doesn't sound ridiculous at all. What are you talking about? Sounds totally sane.
0: Well, I didn't have to get up at all because Jacob never showed up. Probably had like a after school birthday party.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah those midweek birthday parties, they get you sometimes. They Sneak right up on you.
0: If and when my birthday falls on a Wednesday, I expect to get new comics.
1: Hopefully that happens.
0: Maybe if it happens on a Thursday, too, because you could buy the new comics for me on a Wednesday.
3: Um, I showed you on Saturday about going to that Kelly's Creamery. They had their ninth anniversary. They had two different shake varieties. Yeah, uh, I got the what they called the Brownie Batter Bomb. It uh, completely lived up to that name.
0: If the brownie batter bomb sounds like something that happens to you after you eat too much ice cream.
3: Well, that's on next week's podcast. We'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, this was, it's an $8 shake, which is a giant brownie on top of it with that's like a mini a, It's cookie. like a pan
0: of brownies on top of
3: a shake is what it is. <laughs> with a miniature cookie of whipped cream and a cherry on top of that,
0: I, I, all on top of a shake. I was going to say, it is difficult to tell the, the size because... The perspective—that's like the same thing that we were yeah. talking about with the rock and his cookies. <laughs> yeah. The rock's cookies are huge.
3: Yeah, I only had two different angles, but they're all. It. I would say uh, the browning was like. Okay, so it was
0: it was a pretty big.
3: Yeah, it was so what like a three by three. Ish.
0: I mean, probably probably the best way to gauge the size on there is by looking at the cherry because you kind of know what uh, size yes. cherry. I mean, it's not like they, they probably didn't have it's some a, jumbo cherry. <laughs> it's it's a, a standard. It's actually an apple is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It was an apple on top. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. one of those maraschino apples.
3: <laughs> Macintosh is what you're thinking of. Uh. You know. um, it was amazing. It was a one day only thing which they were just uh, super busy Everybody was coming in for those things, you know, and especially A, the anniversary, and B, that's what they advertise, like, one day only for that one. And there was a confetti birthday cake one, which is normally my go-to, but they also have the cake batter confetti ice cream sandwiches, like, their treat of the month. So I'm going to go back there a different day and get the cake batter ice cream sandwich. So I figured, you know what, I'll get that fix over there, but I want that brownie batter bomb. Um before you know I want to order something that's brownie batter bomb don't want to order something and then have a brownie brownie batter 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 bomb bomb afterwards and it was I just felt it was I mean it was obviously delicious but it was just basically if you took all the brownie batter and you just said "Eh, screw spreading it out and put it in the fridge and oven and all I like you know what? I'm just gonna just gonna Drink it down and it was it was it was pretty thick um yeah really good but kelly's creamery a lot of other awesome stuff that they have there on a daily basis and
0: and and we're not advertising so like we don't get a kickback or anything but if they do want to pay us yeah we can we'd be happy to talk about them
3: pay us and brownie batter bombs i'd be okay with that Yes, yeah, so I hope that with the response so they posted, like that, some aerial footage of like all the parking later that night. That they, you know, they're out in the country and like a farmstead type of deal, and they just had cars all over the lawn because they went past their already decent sized lot for a you know a just ice cream place. They sell local glass bottle milk, like Lamers Dairy stuff that comes out of Appleton. They sell cheese curds and sausage and. You know, those kind of things in the cooler you can take home. They don't do any other like meal or appetizer or anything like that. It's simply uh like a homemade ice cream on the farm uh, sit down restaurant and a lot of outside seating, a lot of inside seating and uh yeah, it's a really cool place.
0: So apparently know, they make brownies also I guess they for this, it's for so, this because they yeah. threw it on top. But yeah, they don't, don't w- normally make brownies, that's why it was a one-time.
3: Yeah, it's kind of in the eden LaMira area area out in the country. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to
0: think if I know where this place is or not. Because, I, I mean, I've been through there so much. And, uh, next time I get up that way, I'm just going to have to keep my eyes open for it. Yeah, I want to say it's the... Maybe keep my wallet open for it, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's pretty good. I don't go there as much as I should.
0: I mean, well, sometimes it's hard to justify an eight dollar shake,
3: yeah, and that's uh you know kind of like a one once every nine years, sort of thing,
0: but <laughs> right I mean you time. but you did get a shake, you got some cookies, oh, yeah. you got like a pan of brownies, you <laughs>
3: <laughs> got that
0: got an apple Maraschino
3: apple, and memories, which are prices, uh, yeah, do it for the memories, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's Creamery ice cream, do it for the memories.
0: See, we should have talked about this and just inserted it during that,
3: that that break part. Yeah, there we go. So back to shaving. <laughs> yeah. It's getting to be about that time. I'm going to take photos for tomorrow's post. You're and...
0: just going to walk around taking photos of all the comics and seeing which ones you can turn into faces.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: How about uh Elvira. It's got a, it's got a face on it. It's, yeah, instead of posting pictures of comics, <laughs> post pictures. Oh, here's. Oh, that that would be. I'll, I'll take be both a better of them, them and
3: I'll uh, we'll see if just, just it registers.
1: Yeah, just, just,
0: just post pictures of yourself with comic book people's faces on yours. <laughs> I
3: like that idea. Well, before I get into the app, then I'll look to see if there's any. Uh... I'm not gonna do in this
0: the, in the Snap one. app.
1: Snap app, great babe. Here's a Luke Skywalker. Uncle Owen, you go down to the time station get the power generators. See a vision. Big Fury. Next
0: season. That's what you said five seasons ago. <laughs>
1: Sue Storm, Ben Grimm, Reed Richards,
3: Johnny's not a good one, Jane Foster Thor. All right, I got a whole bunch here so I can see if, uh, if any of them register. And now the filter will probably be gone. This guy's been abusing it. See, you can have a generic one, which is uh, this. Yeah, look at me, meow. Ooh, um, all almost all the comic ones showed up. Jane Foster Thor. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Apparently <laughs> that's Reed Richards.
0: Well, you know that looks. It looks better. more human. Yeah, that 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 looks more like somebody painted a person's face. The Jane Foster Thor looked like you were a character in a horror film.
3: Ooh, Sue Storm.
0: Wow. <laughs> cool. Gotta get you back in that dress. <laughs> I have a different photo <laughs> which, to show you. Which, which I don't know if I told you this one. Um so so Katie, my daughter, you know you know you know David's Katie. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so she went to uh she went to a dance. What was that last was it last week? Um went to a dance, so she got a dress for it. Oh boy. And she was showing me the dress. Oh, and, and I held I held up and I'm like, wait, is it weird that I can totally picture Anthony in this?
3: <laughs> Please tell me she said yes. Uh, no, no, no. No, she said, yeah, I can see it. Here's a uh, vision. Which The
0: eyes are a little high, which makes it look like you've got some crazy eye shadow on there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you're looking pretty, pretty tough there with the eye shadow and all.
3: Whoa. Luke Skywalker, you wouldn't ever really guess it, but the hair shows up. Get that comb over you were talking oh, yeah, about. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's there, there you go. There's your little thin comb over.
3: And the other one I took was Elvira, which is what started it. Things got scary because there's a baby filter on here, and it just made me look like a baby for a second. So
0: Elvira made you look like a baby. Elvira. <laughs> Again with the comb over. Looks like you're bald on top, and then you've got like these just a few bangs. What's going on there?
3: That is. Oh, that's Jane Foster. No, that's there. the it. Okay. It. okay. This is I was the gonna say it look like
0: you. are a horror cake. Like, wow, I am. I am. I might get a hot bearded lady.
3: Here's the squirrel girl one. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty frightening.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, there we go, wait. But now I can't see yeah, it, so yeah. it's going gonna... to... Just... video. Yeah, i gotta, I got to push the glasses down, because otherwise I'll melt the lenses. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm mean,
3: going to take a still one, I can send it to you. You
1: don't have to download it. It's weird taking
3: a photo like this. <laughs> There's one more. I'll show you my results in a second, but I'm not going to tell you what this is.
0: Wow, <laughs> that looks not like me at all.
3: Yeah, because I've uh, I'd really, I was gonna say I'd
0: have to look really close to 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 see what what, what am I looking at. That's
3: me as a woman. That's you as a woman.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh. There's one there's, I mean I you can't even see the facial hair through that one. It's weird that it takes yeah it uh just shaves everything off. No. Uh, this is the first one that I, don't, I don't have. Is. So so is this
0: like where it's actually taking like a woman's picture and putting over yours? Or is it, or this is, is like hey, this is what you would look like as the a woman. It's a
3: female filter. They have a male one which uh to reverse it. When I do the male filter it just reverse, reverse it. <laughs> you're actually a
0: woman. It turns you into a woman. You actually have to use the male filter to review to reverse it.
3: Like here's the male one, I have a thicker beard. Not that thicker, but this is what you're
0: Okay, that pretty much just looks like me.
3: Yeah, so like like I said, it it it, it just adds just more yeah. more to it, but the woman one is a little yeah, crazy. It,
0: it just You can tell there's a filter on it. Because it's like one of those beauty face filters where you can't see any wrinkles.
3: What is this? Yeah. I should go for that look. This one's brand new. I never
1: saw that
3: one before. <laughs> and a lot of these are voice changers too when you, uh, when you do it. And this is might be the scariest one.
0: Yeah, I don't think the filter's working. <laughs> oh no, it's on. <laughs> So, well, they have a filter to show you what you'd look like if your eyes were on your cheeks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I didn't take any pictures of that. <laughs> it didn't register him.
1: No yeah. Because he
3: doesn't have a nose. But it did register, this is your female face mapped onto my face. <laughs> Thank you for listening to
0: Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl.